Luke chapter 17, beginning with verse 12. God is good. All the time. All the time. Amen. I want to share a little while this morning. Are, are you the nine or the one? Are you the nine or the one? As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? He has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner. Then he said to him, Rise and go, your faith has made you well. This time we'd like to go to God in prayer. Brother Charles Turner, would you lead us in a word of prayer, please? Amen. You may be seated. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other Nine. Now, when you look in the Bible, and we study a whole lot about in different scenarios throughout the Scripture, when they talked about folks that was dealing with leprosy, now I want you to think about what leprosy was all about. Your whole life was changed. You couldn't be around your family. You weren't able to associate with anyone else. You weren't able to be around certain people that you loved, people that you cared for. You had to hang around other folks that were unclean that had leprosy, and they spent their whole life being uh, not able to be around the people that they cared for and cared about and loved. And every day, that was all that they dealt with every day. And there wasn't a cure for leprosy. There wasn't anything you could do to be able to overcome that. The scripture says there was 10 that had leprosy. There was only one person in the scriptures that we know that will be able to do anything about that. You know who that is? That was our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And they come to him. And they ask Jesus to be able, in a loud voice, you might ask, why did they holler out to Jesus? Well, when you had leprosy, you, wasn't able, you were not allowed to approach anybody. You weren't able to walk up to anybody. You were supposed to call out a loud voice that you were unclean whenever you were out. And they cried out to Jesus, Master, have mercy, have pity on us. And basically, Jesus looked at them and told them to do what? Go see the priest. And on the way to see the priest, what happened? A miracle. Praise be to God for miracles. Amen? Amen. Some folks say they don't happen anymore. I believe they do. Amen. I believe there's miracles every day. I believe it's a miracle just to get have another breath, right? Every day, but the miracle took place. Now, what should have all nine of those folks been that had leprosy? Their life was terrible. They couldn't do anything, couldn't be around their family, couldn't have a job, couldn't see people, couldn't do the things they wanted to do, everybody looking down at them. You would think that all ten of them would have jumped for what? Joy. And they, they would have thought all ten of them would have ran back to Jesus and do what? And thank you. And say, thank you, Lord, for healing my body. Thank you, Lord, for changing everything about me. Thank you, Lord, for giving me back my life. Thank you, Lord. But the scripture says 
Out of those ten, only how many came back? One. That one person had a what we could define as a thankful heart, right? A thankful heart that came back to God. They did not take for granted what Jesus had just done for them, and they wanted to come back to Jesus and thank Jesus for what he had done. And Jesus looked back at them and says, Were there not ten? Were there not ten that I just healed? They took away that leprosy? Where is the other nine? You might say to yourself, well, preacher, those other folks just sort of took for granted what Jesus did for them, didn't they? You would have thought that they would have been just as grateful as that one that came back. Well, I want you to know something, folks, and I want to talk about myself for a minute. If the shoe fits on you, then maybe you can go along for the ride with me, okay? But sometimes I take things for granted. Any of the rest of you ever do? Sometimes I think, I look back over my life, there's been some things. My mom wasn't supposed to brought me into the world. She had romantic fever. And the doctor told her not to have any kids. And I guess after she had me, she said, well, that was enough. She didn't need no more. But God saw fit for mom to have me and bring me into the world. I took for granted when I was able to find such a beautiful young lady that wanted to be in my life, Miss Sheila Mills. I thank God for her every day. I think sometimes I took for granted my daughter, my grandkids. Sometimes I might even take for granted my church that I have here. Well, we all do that, don't we? But praise be to God, you are blessed beyond measure. And praise be to God, there's miracles that happen in your life every day. There is things in your life that goes on every day. Are you the nine? Or are you the one? Are you the nine that take things for granted? Or are you the one that thanks and prays God every day? When we used to, all of us used to get together for Thanksgiving, Sheila's grandpa would always be the one and some years you wanted to do this, and some years you're like, well, Grandpa, because, you know, when you get around a Thanksgiving table and you start smelling what? Turkey and dressing and cranberries and all these other things that are going on. Then you look over to the dessert table. You're just thinking, let's just dive in, right? Well, Grandpa would always have us stand around the Thanksgiving table. And all of us would have to go around the table and tell what we are thankful for. And sometimes that took a little while. On America's Funny Home Videos, y'all ever watch that? I watch it quite often. There's a little girl sitting around the Thanksgiving table, and she started praying. And she asked everybody to bow their heads. And you could tell all those folks was ready to dive into that food and get to eating. And she prayed, and she thanked God for her mom and her dad and her brothers and her sisters and all those teachers at school. And then she named all of the kids that were in her classroom with her. And she named all the others and all the others and all the others. And you could just tell by the end of it, some of the people were doing that, that thing of peeping a little bit, wanting to tell her that's, that's long enough to pray. But at the end of it, she said, Amen. Folks, I believe that we need to be more like that little girl, don't we? And more like Grandpa when he says, let's name all the things that we are thankful for. Are you the nine or are you the one? If you're the nine, you'd be the one saying to yourself, you know what, I, I, just, uh, I, I just got that all by myself. 
I was able to get those things by myself. I did it all by myself. I didn't need anybody else to help me. But I believe today that we are only still here because God wants us to be, right? Amen. So that means that we should be thankful every day for God allowing us to have one more day. Then what should we be thankful for? First of all, I believe that we need to be thankful for our family today. Amen? You are blessed. Every one of you are blessed. I know all of you. I know who your family is. I know who's around about you. I know people that love you. Don't take for granted. If your wife is still with you and is still a part of your life, thank her today or your husband, your spouse. Thank God for your kids. Let them know. I know sometimes parents say, well, you know, my kids get on my nerves and they do this and they do that and they do that. Well, let me tell you something. And I've told people this for, for years. You can get a divorce. You can do all of those things, but you can't divorce your kids. Amen? They're still your kids for all of your life. Be thankful for them. Be thankful for your grandkids. Be thankful for those people around about you because you truly never know when they won't be around with you anymore. To have that thankful heart. When it comes to your family, are you the nine? Or are you what? The one. Are you the one that says, I am thankful for my family and I am thankful for them and I thank God that they are still with me and I thank God for everything he does. Not only should you be thankful for your biological family, Praise be to God today. There's nothing wrong with saying I'm thankful for my church family. Amen? Amen. Thankful for my church. I had this great idea at the beginning of the week. We would have been here a long time. And y'all been looking at me like that little girl praying that Thanksgiving prayer. I thought about going around to every one of you here at church today, which I can do because I know all of you. And I can look at every one of you and tell you what I am thankful for that you have done in your life. Because we all know it, we've all been through some things, amen? And we come out on the other side being thankful for that. You've got a church family to be thankful that have come together, that has that love that is here for each other, and we need to be thanking each other for that, don't we? We need to be thankful for our family, our church family that is there with us to give us our needs and our understanding. When it comes to your church family, are you the nine? Or are you what? The one. Are you the one that is thankful for, for the person to your right and to the left and the person in front of you and behind you? Are you thankful for that love that is there? You should be thankful for your own health. Let me tell you something. <laughs> some of you all been down some paths I've been down. Let me tell you what. When you go through some rough times, you are just thankful you get up in the mornings. Amen. You're just thankful for another breath that morning. You're just thankful for able to be able to get out and be able to see and be able to get out and do things, your own health. Praise be to God. I believe God gives miracles every day. I don't know how my heart beats, but I thank God it does. Amen. I don't know how I get air and breathe and all of these things, but thank God I do. And I know because of the air that he breathed into my lungs and into your lungs, he gives us a chance every day to keep on living. And I need to be thankful for that, don't I? When it comes to your health, are you the nine? It's ungrateful for that? Or are you the one? It says, 
God, I am thankful for what you have done and what you have given me and how you take care of me. You need to be thankful for your friends that are around about you, people that care for you. You should be thankful that you have a place to live. Amen. Isn't that great? When I was in the hospital, let me tell you the one thing that I wanted to do. And you're not going to believe this happened. But Sheila Mills was with me, and you know she doesn't tell a fib. I told her, I said, honey, as soon as I get back home, you know what I'm going to do? She said, what? I said, I'm going to get out of the car, and I'm going to kiss the ground. And she says, no, you're not, because she didn't think I'd get down there and get back up. That's, that's the whole thing. Well, I drove in that drive my little place. We got a little bitty place. You know, some folks will say, why do you want to live there? Why you want? That's my place. My place is my home. And we stopped that car. I got out of that car, and I went right over and smack dab in front of the house, got down on my knees, and I kissed that ground. You should be thankful you've got a place like that, right? And you know the only reason you do is because God allowed you to. God allowed you to have that place, to be a part of your home, and that's something that you call your place. When it comes to your, to your home, to having enough food, you, you don't take that for granted either, folks. Having food, the bills are paid, you have a car to drive here, you have electricity at your house, you have all of those things, you should be thankful for that. You shouldn't take it for granted. You shouldn't say, well, it's just going to happen. Because I guarantee you one thing. If you don't pay your electric bill, what's going to happen? You're going to be turned off. If you don't pay your water bill, it's going to be turned off. If you don't make your house payment, it's going to be what? Repoed. You're not going to have a place to live. Thanks be to God that God gives you that much. And finally today, the big one, right? Be thankful for your salvation. Thank God for that. Thank God that you can say today, I am the one that says, God, thank you for taking away all of my sins. Thank you, God, for giving me a home that I know that I, nobody, make sure you understand this. If you've been saved today, there is nobody, you ready for a big amen? We're going to have to come deep on this one. You ready? If you've been saved, there is nobody that can take that away from you. Amen? Amen. And thank God for that, right? It's not something that you buy on a lease from God and you say, God, I won't lease my salvation for 20 years. And God says, well, your lease is up, you're gone. No. When you turn your heart and life over to Jesus Christ, it's from that very moment to your very last breath. And heaven is your home. And we should be so thankful for that today and live like that every day. You know, people say, preacher... There's so many bad things in the world today and there's so much hatred and there's so much of all these things going on in the world today. How's the world going to make it? Well, let me tell you what. And make sure you hear this. Maybe this will be the only thing you hear today. There's a whole lot more good in the world than there is bad. We just stay too grounded in the bad, don't we? We don't look past all the good things that God has done for us. I told him in Sunday school this morning that I was hitting a little on my... My sermon this morning when I shared a point, but so often we get so focused, don't we? We keep get so focused. Sheila gets on me sometimes. I'll be watching the TV, trying to watch it, what they're doing it up there and saying up here and what they're scrolling at the bottom. And I just get so focused. And you start seeing about all these bad things that's going on in the world. And she'll say, honey, snap out of it. Because you get so into what's happening and all the bad that is out there. 
But praise be to God, no matter what is going on in this world, and no matter what destruction is going on in this world, no matter what's happening throughout society, praise be to God, you still have your Christianity, don't you? And you have a God that's there with you every day. A God that gives you strength, that gives you encouragement, and gives you everything you, go, you need in your life. And sure, you're going to make mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to mess up. We're all going to have days where we think to ourselves, Lord, I wish that day had never happened. Lord, I wish there was times that I never said those words or acted in those ways. But praise be to God for this today. When you mess up, that same God that saved you is the same God that what? Forgives you. Are you the nine? Are you the one? Are you the one that says today, preacher, I am so thankful for my salvation. And I am so thankful for the God that saved me. Today, I'm not sure where you are in the nine or the one. One of the great things about the story that I share with you this morning is when you talk about those 10 lepers, we said they were healed, right? And sometimes I think as churches, we forget about this. But this morning, if you need healing, I can't heal you. Your friends here at this church and church family can't heal you. But I know a God that can heal you. And if you need to pray about anything that's going on in your life that you need healing, healing from physical, mental, struggling with certain things. You can pray to God for that healing and pray to God for his direction. Maybe today's the day you say, well, preacher, I like that thing that you told me about. If I'm saved, that heaven is going to be my home. I would like to experience that today. Guess what? It's open, isn't it? You have that chance today to have that thankful heart and be that one that says, I'm thankful for allowing God to come into my heart and into my life. And I am thankful for what he does for me. Also, we'd be thankful to have another member here too, wouldn't we? If there's anyone would love to become a, our newest member, I'm sure Miss Laura McCarty would be all right for not being the youngest, our newest member uh, for, for a week or so. We love somebody to be able to turn that relationship and say to God, this is going to be my church home. Are you the nine? Are you the one? To have that thankful heart of God. If God is talking to you this morning, we invite you to come as we have our closing song, Joe.